Living Fully Alive. We talk all things mission. I'm Caden. I'm Seth. It's the good old luck of the Irish, wouldn't you say, that we're here today? Good day, <laughs> mate. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, that was a bad accent. Um, Keep trying. Um, shrimp by the bar, babe. Why uh, would you choose to say that? <laughs> um, It'll always be a pot of gold in the rainbow. Well, I think it's because I've been listening to a lot of Matt Frad. Really? Oh, you wouldn't expect it. Oh. Wait, why, why are you doing uh, Luck of the Irish? Good old Lucky Charms. Inferior serial choice, but... What's your superior choice? Um, Either classic Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Blueberry Muffin Tops, or Fruity Pebbles. Okay, you see, I think of those, and the issue is none of those have accents. So how was I supposed to choose those? Fine. yabba dabba doo Um... <laughs> Anyways, so it sounds like you've had a lot of Matt Frad as your intake. Yeah, and uh, some a lot of cereal too. But you've had a lot of cereal as your intake. Past week, yes, a lot yeah. of cereal. You gonna run it off? Um, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're gonna. But run no, off. yeah. Um, I've had a lot of pretty good intake recently. If I do yeah. say so myself. What about what's you? The, what's uh, well, I mean, you know, Lucky Charms is not good for probably cholesterol and all the carbs and yada yada. Yeah, but milk is good. Milk is good for it's good for your bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the rest of it probably not so much. Yeah, but, but it's. it's Good intake that I'm eating. It is. I mean, you. that is very good intake that you are eating. I could not be eating. I wish you continue to eat. I wish that you do. It's a weird way to say that. Yeah, that was not good grammar. That was terrible. Anyways. Should have said it in intake. Spanish. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Talk about intake today because intake is crucial for being a missionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, Caden, what do you define as intake then? Well, I guess let's come up with the definition. I go into a store. You go into I a store? I take something. I leave. Ah. So we're going to talk about stealing. <laughs> it's my intake. <laughs> my intake? Stealing. My room full of free stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, like intake, right? So what you are consuming, and that's not like just food. Mm-hmm. Um, could be music, TV, people around you. Um, but then on the flip side of it, you are, yourself are also intake for those around you. Yeah. So, um, like, I'm intake for you right now. You're terrible intake for me. I am, yeah, because I did a, a bad Australian accent. So yeah. I'm being and now bad intake. I, when I when I try to be Australian, I'm going to have a bad one because my intake has been a bad accent. Yeah, so now you have a bad taste in your mouth because of my bad Australian accent. Exactly. Yeah. We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. But, yes, uh, so I think of intake. Um, it, it's what essentially we surround ourselves because what we surround ourselves with is going to morphe. It's going yeah. to, it's going to, you're going to be, it become a it part of who it, you it's, are. it's how, it's how the human brain works. Yeah. Um, right. It, it's, if we surround ourselves with just scrolling on Instagram all day, we kind of like, we, we get short attention span because um, that, that's <coughs> how the human brain is, right? We see so many ads a day. I forget what the, what the number is. I know it's a ridiculous <coughs> amount of what typically a human sees when it comes to ads <coughs> from driving to places yeah. from like, uh, just popping up on, on the internet. We have so much intake surrounding us that we fail to sit down because our brain is yeah. oftentimes functioning fast. And I think sometimes we uh, forget to realize that intake is so crucial um, because so often we just go, oh, yeah, you know, I go on social media for a couple hours, um, just watch TV, and I don't think it affects me. And that's step number one is like figuring out, oh, what intake is, and it does affect me, right? Because, mm-hmm. I, mean, uh, I mean, prime example, right? Uh, so, like, uh, for me, back in high school, Listen to a lot of rap and a lot of music that's like not um, good intake, right? You know, about drugs, degrading women, whatever it may be. And eventually you just realize, oh, whoa, um, I'm more numb to some of these things because it's just kind of natural to hear it. Yeah. Um, and like, that's bad. If, you know, hearing stuff about drugs and degrading women becomes 
natural and yeah, like something that's not uh I guess weird or um, like abnormal. it doesn't make you startle. It's become normal. Yeah, which just because it becomes normal does not mean it's what the norm should be. Should yeah. be, and I think um, yeah. And so like whoa, the the first step of like it's like recognizing oh crap I might not have good intake and I need to change that. Change what your intake is because if I don't, then my my just existence the way the I culture act of is yourself. Yeah, I'm bringing bad culture wherever I go. Because of what I listen to, mm-hmm. so yeah, we, I mean that that leads to discussion of culture. Um, yeah, culture is an interesting thing to talk about, and I think it's a lot. A lot of it's due to the fact that uh, in America, culture is something you preserve. Yep, um, that's kind of how how the, the the entire world has become. But culture is something that you have to preserve. This is my culture. There's your culture, right? We put on mm-hmm. these festivals to celebrate culture. Sure, um, right? Or, or we say like, you know, you can't. <clears throat> We can't go into and disrupt this culture because that would change what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's not what culture is. Mm-hmm. Because culture is something that has to adapt. It has to change based off the intake that it has. That's what how culture yeah. comes. Um, so, like, the culture of a family, right, is adaptive when there's a new kid. Yeah. And, like, that's healthy. It's healthy for a culture to kind Could of Do you imagine if a family had a certain culture and they have a baby and they don't let it change? The, they're like, no. Nah. We've got our culture. Yeah. We're going to preserve it. Listen. You can live in your room. <laughs> Listen We're not here, changing baby. our... We have four <laughs> seats at the dinner table. If we have to buy a fifth one, I'm going to lose my mind because I have yeah. to change my culture. It's like, listen here, baby. You got to fit in with us. <laughs> like That's not how culture works. No. No, absolutely not. Because like the more... Uh, like diverse people are like it makes the culture better because yeah. it enhances the culture, right? Because um, it but adds you have to keep in mind though that whatever our intake is is going to morph that culture for the better or exactly. for worse, right? Because um, culture, if it's not a culture of growth, is something that dies. Yep. Um, you're surrounded by culture whether you like it or not. So is it going to be something that cultivates growth or is it going to be something that strangles it? Yeah, and I think like we um like. Focusing on who you're around, what they do, mm-hmm. and like what your intake is, is a good way to assess, is my culture that I bring and that I'm about and I'm a part of, is it cultivating growth or is yeah. it, am I getting strangled and almost like cultivating death, uh, so to speak, of where I can't do anything, I can't flourish, I can't learn how to be more of myself because I am with a bad culture. Oh, and like, like America is a culture of death. People say that. Why? Because it is normal for us to kill a baby in the womb. Yeah. Right. Um, it's normal for someone if they want to be euthanized, they can. Uh, it's and we become a culture of death because we surround ourselves with it, and we made it normal for that to happen. Yeah. It's a we've almost become numb to uh, what makes a culture because it's become bad. normal is, is, yeah. is the issue. Because uh, we have mis- a misunderstanding. I remember one time hearing that you know you can give a tribe in Africa an iPhone, but you're not allowed to give them Jesus Christ. Mm. Why? Why? Because if they have Jesus Christ, they're going to change. And with an iPhone, they're not going to. That's what they act like. Mm. You have your intake's internet is going to change, but we act like it's, it's we act like it's different. Because yeah. us going in and trying to preach about Jesus Christ <clears throat> is disrupting their values, right? But giving them technology with access to the internet and people's opinions is not. Yeah. Um, why do we tell ourselves that? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it, it does it doesn't make any sense. But I think the big issue is because we know that if they have Jesus Christ, then the culture is going to change, not on how that the way the, the world wants the culture to change, right? Mm-hmm. Give them iPhone, they're surrounded by the worldly things. Yeah. They're surrounded by what, what the world wants, which is the idea of 
your culture, right? My culture, but at the same time, you're disrupted because you have all these opinions and everything. So nothing ever stays the same whenever we Mm -hmm. enter into another thing. And it's because culture can't be preserved. Um, If you act like by putting on uh, a a culture event that it's going to be the exact same it was from when it first started, it's not. Each each time it's, it's, it's changed, but we act like that it's only changed if we try to preach our values and stuff, but giving them an iPhone does not change a culture. Yeah, and like we, we should almost expect and encourage some adaptability, right? Because like, I mean, the way that uh, I do something yesterday uh, should not exactly look the same way I do it today because what I what the intake I am around, the culture I'm a part of, yeah. kind of changes the way I act. And like, well, it's like hopefully if, it's for if the, the better. 12 disciples, once they uh, lost Judas and they needed a new one, if they decided to say, no, 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 we need to preserve the culture we have yeah. now. We need to preserve the, the there, guys that are yeah. here. There's no reason then there'd be no growth. Yeah, I mean, um, and, like even the when church they, wouldn't be what it is, to, is today. Yeah, I mean, we we look at all the different churches and the way they celebrate the liturgy. It is distinctively different compared to where it is. Yeah, 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 and because I mean, and about, the reason being is because the church, church is a culture that adapts to the people that come into it, and that's what makes the church beautiful, right? I can go to um, like the Catholic Church, let's say for example, down in Africa. Yeah, and. What they how they celebrate the liturgy is gonna be way different than the way I celebrate. Did you say uh, Africa? And, yeah. Well, because yeah, they celebrate with drums, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have that's African different drums. than Nebraska. <laughs> it's way different. Um, but that's beautiful because mm-hmm. uh, that's that's their culture. That's what they know and love, and that's how they worship. And it's like that's awesome. Yeah, like that's a good culture. Because what 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 happens if we say no? You have to do it the way I do it. Then we don't understand culture. Then we destroy their culture, and it's almost forgotten about, and it's no longer a thing. Catholic. Culture is one that adapts to the, the, the people, right? Yeah. Um, it's not a one-size-fits-all plan. It's not a structure yeah. you fit people into. That's that's how heresy works. Yeah. You have a structure <laughs> you try to fit God into your yeah. into your idea rather than this is a reality. Um, what is the truth of this reality, right? How does God encounter certain people in certain ways? Yeah. Um, the way he encounters a Nebraskan is probably different than the way he encounters someone in Africa. Yeah, and uh, I hope so, right? Yeah. And I don't Do they have corn in Africa? Corn? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Maybe. As much as Nebraska does? Um, That's a good question. I would assume, well, I mean, Africa is slightly larger than Nebraska. So I'm going to say um, possibly. <laughs> um, slightly larger. Slightly right larger. Um, oh. Yeah. So they probably have corn, probably a lot more corn. Um, but is it as good as Nebraska corn? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But the point being is that the church is open to um, yeah. adapting to the people, because right. If, but if like not changing it what it believes, it's just how is does the gospel um, present itself and and uh, and work with with the with the community here. Mm-hmm. It's like how does Jesus encounter those people? Because truth of the matter is, the way I encounter Jesus, it's not the same way you encounter Jesus, mm-hmm. but we encounter the same person. Yeah. Um, and it's like but also that's good. we tell each other how our encounter is, and, and if it builds close off to how I encounter Jesus then you wouldn't be able to grow in the same way that I do. I wouldn't be able to understand much if I just go, the Jesus I encounter is the same Jesus, but this, the encounter I have is cut and paste for everyone else. Then yep. I'm closed off to every other opinion. That's why testimonies are so powerful. That's why we, yeah. we're called, called yeah. to share them is because we invite people into a newer reality every single mm-hmm. time we share how Jesus has encountered me. and they, Because what? It, the, the greatest revelation of God is through a person. And not just through the God man Jesus Christ, but through you and me, right? Yeah. Through through every single person. So in every single time we encounter someone, we encounter a, like a new revelation. 
Yeah. Of of God, right? We're, yeah, yeah, we yeah. we understand Him more deeply in in a more intimate way each time. And if we're closed off to now, this is the only way I can encounter Him, then we don't yeah. understand. Because the way that you tell me you encountered Jesus mm-hmm. can almost, in a sense, open up a new door for me. Yeah. To go, well, this is a new way for me to encounter like the living Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, culture changes. Yeah, it does. But I, I think it, it has to be paired with the idea of. Um, how are you changing other people's culture? Yeah. But yeah, well, I don't know. We'll we'll get back to that in a sec, right after this. Huge thank you today to our sponsors, Religious Roast Coffee. They put saints on their bags with a morning prayer to help you offer your day to God while your coffee brews. This one, for example, is Our Lady Mount Carmel, which as you could guess is Carmel Coffee, with a prayer asking for Our Lady's specific virtues to help you with your day. So you can start your day with God rather than failing to pray, then later you realize, oh, I haven't even talked to God. So while your cup of coffee brews, you can start giving everything to God, inviting him into it, which is also one of our seven habits. So to help you with that, use the link Fully Alive 10 and head over to their website to buy some coffee today. Welcome back. Yes, becoming good culture. For those well, around Good you. intake for other people's culture, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and... Because what's that thing of like you're you are the sum of the five people five people around you yeah like like whoever you are around the most is who you're going to become and like either that's like a oh okay chill or like an old crap type of moment, yeah right? because like at the end of the day yes you can transform your friend group mm-hmm. that's awesome but if you don't have anyone pouring into you yeah it's going to be extremely well, difficult to yeah, so, do that yeah and that's, that's the thing is if, if we're going to become good intake for other people like help because every time we encounter someone we're encountering. A new culture, culture new yeah. and every time someone encounters us they're encountering our culture and they're transforming it for the better or for the worse right yeah um so that that means of, well if i want to make sure that i as a missionary uh, as an everyday missionary am, I'm, I'm good intake for other people and i'm making sure that their, their culture is growing and adapting in a good way that leads closer to to christ um i have to make sure do i have good intake yeah because if i don't I can't give good intake <laughs> if, if I yeah. don't have it, right? It's like if you have to listen to rap music all the time, and and if, if you're you're cursing all the time because of it, you're not going to be able to be good intake yeah. for other people because what they're hearing is not good language, and it's not stuff that's going to be uplifting to them or going to help them yeah. out in a, in a real productive way. Yeah, or like um, if you're around uh, like individuals who are just like doing a lot of drugs, making a lot of mistakes on the weekends, whatever it may be, right? If or you, gossiping. Gossiping is if you're in bad a group, intake. Um, it's a huge yeah. thing at parishes. There's so much yeah. gossip that goes around, and uh, it's over high school. It's overlooked. Call it all of them. There's just a ridiculous yeah. amount of, and we, and we ask, and like gossip is, we see it ever done in movies, right? Where it's yeah. like people coming around, and they're deliberately right, but just like saying something that you don't need to, or making an assumption of somebody, yeah. Um, or you saw someone screw up, and you decided you're going to tell one about it. That's gossiping. You don't have to get around and try to like say like the worst stuff about people. It's not mm-hmm. always a mean girls movie, right? Yeah, um, life is not a mean girls movie. Sometimes, but well, most of the time, most not. of the time. Well, yeah, no, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, it's how do we like that? Like that, all that is intake. Yeah, and if we want to be surrounded by virtue. How do you get surrounded by virtue? Typically, by people that are virtuous. Yeah, and by surrounding yourself with virtuous people, you become more virtuous, and they become more virtuous as well. Yeah, because what well, we we talked about virtue in, in our last episode, which is involving um, 
it's something you grow on, right? Yeah. And, 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 and that means your intake has to be something, if it's virtuous, right? You, it, you have it's to be grow reading scripture, time. listening to, to good uplifting music, watching Father Mike Schmidt's videos or yeah. our videos. Yeah. Um, and so it's going to be stuff yeah. that is going to enter into your life, to the culture that you have, mm-hmm. and transform it to be something that is stronger, stronger. Um, yeah. full of growth, right? And looks more like Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think um, with like intake, because um, I know like my biggest like um, struggle when it came to like getting good intake was music. Um, yeah. Because like my excuse when it came to mu- music was, oh, I love the beat. Or, like, oh, it just sounds good. But my now I'm like, is Jesus Christ worth it? Yeah. And if he is, then forget rap music. Or like music that is degrading, or whatever. Because I just want Jesus. I want other people to know Jesus. Saying like, oh, I have to deny myself this music that I like. Yeah. Are well, you telling me, me tell I have you. to like change up what I do so I can give Jesus? And my I would mom? tell you, what? the proper culture you need is a culture of the cross. Yeah, that's all the culture you need. Because that is uh, that is one that it's denying self, right? Yeah. Um. That 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 that's we look at Jesus. What did he do? He offered himself in each and every every moment, right? Mm-hmm. He offered himself to the Father through the Holy Spirit on the cross. It's yeah. the same thing he does with the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes. Things he's just same a thing living he does cross. With the, yeah, yeah, with the incarnation. Um. It's all how can I lay down my life? The, the greatest commandment, right, is to lay down one life yeah. for the friend, it's right? Love, man, an act of love. Yep. So. If we truly love God and we understand that there's urgency and he could come any second, does listening to that rap music that's bad intake for you really need to be there? Or do you, would you really, if you knew, if you knew you have five hours until he comes, what type of intake would you surround yourself with? What would you do if you knew he was coming today at like five o'clock? Well, one, we're going to stop the podcast. <laughs> go to confession. No, we'll post it immediately. Yeah. And then go to confession. Yeah, listen to the podcast. and then Listen to our podcast. It's, it's short, not too yeah. long. It's like it's 45 not, minutes, yeah. right? You got, You'll love you have, it. You'll you love it. Got... Promise. Support us on Patreon. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. come back to it. But it's like, it's um, you know, right? Romans 12 says, like, be a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if, if for you, that means to, like, not listen to music that's degrading or just bad for you. And, like, it sucks. But, you know, like... I'm doing this out of love. Yeah. And that's good. If it means that you hold your, like you bite your tongue and you don't gossip, good. Like become that sacrifice, that living sacrifice where everything you do, you're like, I just want, I want to be so good and so pure for everyone else around me. I think, I think one of the biggest issues is that in our, in the midst of our intake, we decide, I know this is bad. I'll stop it later. I'll change it later. I know I need to read read more scripture. I'll, I'll start doing that later. Yeah. Um, but if you were to know through the Holy Spirit that the second coming was tomorrow and he told you there are five people out there that are only going to get into heaven if they encounter him through you and you have to get out there. What would you do? Right. It's not even a what would you do because like you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I need to do that. But the question rather is, can you? Because do you have the type of intake that whenever you go allows them, them to they're going to be able to experience Jesus Christ, right? Yeah, because if I if I um, where's your the sense of urgency of realizing that you matter and then because okay and like that that's not like a heretical or blasphemy statement to say because mm-hmm. if if Paul or Peter didn't go to certain places they wouldn't encounter Jesus, right? Exactly. It's you have a role and, and and for us to act like oh no he'll encounter them anyways. Well, maybe his plan was to encounter them through, through you. you, like his 
like I think we tend to separate God's plan from our plan, but like God's plan, He wants to work through you. Yeah. He desires to work through you. So like we need to accept that and run with it, right? And, it's, and I love that because it, we cannot expect people to like encounter Jesus Christ through us unless we are bringing good intake, which is just Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like unless we are bringing them Jesus in like to the best of our ability, like virtue, we can't ex- expect people to go, I walked away and I knew Jesus more. Yeah. Rather than, oh, I just had a good conversation. Oh, I asked, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw they were and they said good. Yeah. They're like, or, hey, how you doing? Um, good. Oh, they blew wow. me off. They were on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> they were scrolling. They, uh, like, whatever, whatever, or they, they gossiped to me or they lied to me or something. Yeah. You know, it's, can, am I going to be able to encounter the person in front of me? And if not, I got to change that. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's not even a thing of like, well, it's just not what I'm called to because that's not true. We're all called mm-hmm. to imitate Christ. And for us to say it's not what I'm called to, we're, we're saying that's that, yeah, that, that's how Jesus is. Exactly. And it's um, like, if, if yeah. it's, if we're really called to imitate him, then it's like, it's worth it. <laughs> and like, we have to do it. And if that means we have to deny our like worldly pleasures, like, Oh, I like to gossip. I like to listen to bad music. I like to watch bad movies. I like to be in a group of people that are bad. Is it worth your damnation? I hope not. <laughs> Is that movie you're about to watch yeah. worth uh, spending eternity separated from love itself? And and the issue is we don't even know what that feels like because we'd probably be like, well, I'm not in heaven now, but you're still surrounded by yeah. everything that you're surrounded by was made by God and the will by God. Yeah. So you've never experienced a, a life void of love. Yeah. Um, you you we can don't. not hear. It's yeah. just it's just not possible because all we're surrounded by is, is his being, his, his will. Yeah, uh, and, and it's his, like, and we don't know will. what that feels like. And if you think that this life's pretty sucky, <laughs> just just wait, <laughs> just wait, <laughs> just if, wait. If you decide that yeah. your your pleasurable intake, um, which is temptation from Satan, yeah, is worth it, or do you have that sense of urgency to make sure that you're going to join him in heaven and you're going to be able to bring as many people yeah. with you along the way? And I think if we don't have this mentality, it's like we, we, we can't understand why we need to change our ways, right? Mm-hmm. And renew our mind and our hearts. Um, because, yeah, it's like it's, it's so worth it because it's what we're made for. Yeah. It's what everyone else is made for. It's what we're made to do. And so if that's true, we need to take steps of changing. Mm-hmm. And, like, and granted, you're going to fail. <laughs> Like when you when we first start to change our intake, you're probably going to fail, and that's that's okay. Even when you have good intake, you can yeah, still fail. that's okay. It's it but it's a matter of like, how do you like respond when you fail? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a, that's so true. Am I gonna beat up on myself and just be like, well, I give up? <laughs> Where am I gonna go? God, I failed. Let's go. Because like, put me, put me in, coach. Yeah, you know, I I missed that shot. I'm gonna get back in there, and I'm gonna. But I'm more it. determined now to succeed. That's, yeah, that's something I had to the other day. Um, I was uh, on my computer sending emails, and I saw this girl waiting for an interview. And God was like, go talk to her. She's a little nervous, right? And I didn't know who she was, and I, I felt called to go, you know, just encounter her, yeah. right? Essentially, it was sure. inter- introduce her and, and help her feel more comfortable and also meet a new person. So yeah, one absolutely. I can invite into my life later, right? And, and I was like, yeah, one second, let me finish this email. And he's like, no, no, like now. You know, like, yeah. like this is urgency. And I was like, well, one second. And I sent it, and she got called in. And, yeah, I would have only had a minute with her. But for a moment, I had lost my sense of urgency, and I was so disappointed in myself as I mm-hmm. failed to encounter because I said, yeah. no, no, I got to send this email, which as soon as she walked in, I could have come back and sent that email. Yeah. It was not, I didn't have to have it sent at a certain time, but I lost my sense of urgency, mm-hmm. and I had to realize 
Then in that moment, God willed me to lose my sense of urgency and fail so that I had remembered that so that I would never lose my sense of urgency again. Because if I could mm-hmm. lose my sense of urgency and fail in a little moment where it didn't depend, hopefully, on her salvation. I, ho- I really hope not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Then when there is a moment that it depends that I am there and that I show up, I remember that moment so I don't say, no, this is it. more and important. Then you do it. Because I'm like, no, I have to be urgent right now. Yeah. This has my call, like full attention. This is like God's calling me right now. I don't put it off. I put off what I'm doing right right now because this is more important yep. encountering this human being yep. is more important than an email i'm about to send encountering like the human being in front of you this is the most important thing than anything else right so and it's like yeah if it, if that's true and there's no accidents and it's only providence then it's like yeah we need to realize we got to encounter them because so if you fail we, Fail. Celebrate because God wills you to fail yeah. so that you can do better the next time. Because if you fail, that's great. Like, I mean, we can talk about, like, um, for example, like with sports and like or lifting, right? Let's say you're trying to do like a max rep on bench and you fail the first time. And you're like, okay, I know what I need to change now mm-hmm. because I failed. And then you go well, back and you do it. professional athletes, if they first time in the Super Bowl or the finals, they decide they lose and they're like, well, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even right? though like, there, there'd be so many that, that wouldn't win the yeah. second time around yeah. because. They're like, well, you know, not for me, I guess. Um, yeah. And that's that's yeah. the issue is they're like, no, 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 I'm going to be more determined because I'm going to do better next time. Yeah, I mean, think about even like with baseball, right? If a batter goes one for three, everyone's like, MVP. <laughs> like, but he lost more than he won. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like, oh, but he learns from his mistakes and he adapts. He changes, right? Because he's not stuck in his own intake and his own culture. He changes what he's learned. He adapts how he needs and to. And then he succeeds. That's so, yeah, so true. Yeah. Like, athletes are a great example of that. If, if they stuck in their own way, yeah. um, they would never be able to grow. But the fact yeah. that they focus on new intake and, and new coaches and trying to, to find these trainers is they understand that I, I need a good culture. And you I need, need to it. be surrounded yeah. by stuff that's going to help me to grow and become the best version of myself. Yeah. And and if we, we were to and, and that leads us like you talk about like well, what does it even look like to have good intake, right? Because like I, I I'm convinced, right? I, I need to be good intake for other people, but I I don't know what's in my life is bad intake or or how to replace that yeah. and not just be sitting in on, on a couch bored staring at a wall because i don't know what i'm supposed yeah, it's like, to do i don't know what good intake is so i'm just gonna do nothing it's like yeah. that's what you should not be doing as well good intake right if an athlete's gonna surround themselves by motivational stuff right or yeah. by good coaches that are building them up you know and telling them how it is whenever they're not like living up to their potential well no better place to look than the saints who did it themselves yeah because guess what they made it also, <laughs> they're in heaven so many podcast out there yeah i mean there's so, so much good information like ours. the living fully live podcast <laughs> we, um, we have the mission stuff year. but like father mike schmitz has all of his homilies yeah. that yeah. are phenomenal in high school i used to listen to those like every morning as i drove to school because they're it, awesome my conversations were driven by that and my understanding and so much that i learned came from listening to that yeah. because my intake which could have been music or silence i decided i want to learn yeah i decided that i i want to learn and i want to be closer to being a saint. Today. Yeah, and I think also uh, another great source of intake is scripture. Obvious, right? Because you're reading and like I don't know, I'm Catholic. I don't really yeah, know I'm, if I. Oh do yeah, that. I forgot Catholics. We don't read scripture. No, that's, I forgot about that's that. for the other people. That's a, a prize. We, we have the Eucharist um, in the mass. We don't need that. <laughs> but it's like oh, because like you'll be reading it and then like like read in the morning, meditate a little bit on it, and then like you're going through your day, right? Like you're conversating with people and you realize oh I. 
one of the that relates to what things, I read this morning. One of the most annoying things to hear is that I don't hear God. It's like, well, I'm sorry. You should open up his book. <laughs> yeah, like he gave you, you an intimate love story. You don't know what he sounds like, like because, of course, you can't hear him. You don't know no, what he sounds you like. You don't know what to listen for. Yeah, and so if you can read a Bible, um, the Gospels are a good place to start. You can start Pretty Genesis. Solid, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Paul's letters, Peter's letters, just wherever spicy, you want. Just flip through and pick a page. I don't know. The Psalms. Just, Song of Solomon, man. Like, feeling real spicy. Yeah. But with all of those, <laughs> right, you can, you can, you, you start to think more like God because your intake is, right? Is God. By listening to uh, Father Mike Schmidt's homilies, I started to think more like Father Mike Schmidt's, which, I mean, he's in Persona Christi, so therefore I'm thinking more like Christ. <laughs> yeah. And, like, even um, if you love music, I'm not saying you, you can't listen to rap music, right? I, I, I know rap music gets a bad rap all the time. There's some rap But there is good. good rap music, but you have to, you get, maybe you just got to look for it, right? Like KB, NF, both really cool guys. Um, the biggest thing is, well, I like this music. I don't want to have to lose it. Well, I'm sorry, but, you know, do you want to lose heaven? Like, you got to <laughs> lose a lot if you want to gain him. It's the culture of the cross. And it's like, are we willing to accept that? And I hope we are. But it's, like, it's this uphill climb of like it's, it's an everyday it's a yes, it's an but everyday thing. Yeah, an everyday fiat, right? Yeah, and that might it's hard easier said than done. Obviously, I mean we're both like still trying to you know figure out the best way for us to do it. But you know we feel you got to take you tangible often, steps. But you just got to realize, okay, well God's calling me something deeper. How do I fail? How do I you know fix my intake or how do I think differently or what do I need to read to to, to grow in that the way I don't yeah. fail the next time. Because once we become once we like solidify our intake and like we start to in a sense purify and cleanse ourselves the impact we have on those around us is going to be much greater through mm-hmm. our conversation, the way we just encounter them, because now they're encountering a better version of us, which is just Jesus Christ. If you make your intake crazy, some people encounter you, their intake is Christ. Christ. And that's the best thing you can offer someone, mm-hmm. because we go through this world where um, no one might actually encounter you, and that's yeah. sad. But if you can encounter one person every day, that's awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, not saying that you need to read scripture 24 7 yeah um, no it's just yeah maybe <laughs> get on a, a reading plan or or to do at least the daily readings right yeah maybe um, just i you, don't say i'm not saying you need to listen to gregorian chant on your drive to work um just yeah. make just make sure that the stuff you are listening to is is values that uphold the catholic faith and, and that's like it's uplifting human your person, soul right yeah. it's it's not saying that you need to <laughs> to uh to watch pure flex i hope you don't yeah <laughs> but, there's some really bad christian movies out there it's, right? just it's telling you you terrible. need to watch the chosen no but yeah. yes yes but watch the chosen. That, watch what the chosen. you need to do is is the show that i'm watching up and upholding um the dignity and, and the, the moral life that i have chosen to live because if you're watching something that goes against that then your intake and your culture is going yeah. to change to and like if you realize that it's not then you need to sit there and go well i have a split second decision am i going to like follow jesus more or am I going to go a little bit farther away? Yeah. And it's like, it, is it worth it? Yeah. And it is. <laughs> no, it, it is. It's, it and has like, to be. And sometimes it's scary if you're watching the bad movie with your friends. And it's scary for you to go, I can't watch this, guys. I have to leave. But how much more rewarding, how much more grace will you get in those moments of persecution? It mm-hmm. it strengthens your faith because, because you become stronger <laughs> yeah. from it. Just gotta do it. <laughs> oh, we'll be right back. Huge thank you to all of our patrons. This show cannot be possible without you all. And if you want to become a uh, our new patron for us, the link is in the show notes. Because there's awesome perks. We can get new equipment, give you better content. You can help run the show. 
and we can give you mugs, stickers, t-shirts. Also, if you pay $100 a month, I will fly out to where you are, take you out to dinner, and we will talk about all things mission. Welcome back. We are talking about having a culture of the cross. Yeah, which is the perfect kind of intake that you can have. Mm-hmm. It's the best culture you can have if it's mm-hmm. someone that has Christ at the center of it. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but it's intake. We're not saying you need to have boring intake. We're just saying you should have joyful intake and stuff that's going to build you up. Yeah. Um, yeah, like there's a lot of funny movies out there, but a lot that we shouldn't watch. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, not that, like, um, like, yeah, like I said, some of those bad movies are really funny, mm-hmm. but it's not worth it. Yeah. Because um, it's just not, because uh, the fullness of joy is found in Christ. He's mm-hmm. the one who gives us joy. Stories of virtue. Of uh, everything. Of funny. <laughs> funny, humor. Yeah. Yeah, humor. Really yeah. yeah. Fullness of like, humor is found in Jesus Christ because of the fullness of everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if that's true, right, which it is, which is kind of funny to talk about, but it's true, um, then it's like, why if would we settle for anything God's less? God's not a jokester. You should look at a lot of the stuff that happens in your life. <laughs> yeah. So God has a good sense of humor. There's a lot of moments where I was like, ah, you're funny, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, you made me fall in front of a pretty girl again. Thanks, man. <laughs> you, did, you did pray for your guardian angel to humiliate you. Yeah. So. Do it. Do it. It is. Uh, it works. Uh, prayer works. <laughs> so. Newsflash. Uh, God's real, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Newsflash. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but like prayers work pretty well. Um, which that's yeah, kind of cool. You just got to ask for them, and he'll make you fall in front of a pretty girl. Yeah. So, you know, it works out. But. <laughs> At the end of the day, oh boy, we need to become good intake for mm-hmm. everyone us, everyone around us, so we can become part of this like actual culture, a culture of love, a culture of the cross. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I don't know. It's just look look at what you surround yourself with, and just ask yourself: Is this leading me closer to being a saint right now? Not later, but is this leading me closer yeah. to being a saint? And like, if by listening to this, am I a saint right now? Uh, because that's all it is. It's, it's be, being a saint in each and every moment. A canonized saint comes, you know, after you die. But exactly. it, being a saint in each and every moment, not, I hope I'm a saint when I die. No, you can be a saint right now. Yeah. Um, there's there's no reason that you can't be. It's just living a life for God and living a holy life, which is to be holy is to do what God made you to be, which is to offer yourself to him. That way he can work through you. And uh, it's, it's to... To be holy, we have to imitate Christ. And what does Christ do? He lives life joyfully by offering each moment, right? He and lives uh, in the moment. He does. Right? Each, it's excellence. Yeah. yeah. And it's like if we um, say, I I, uh, I think a lot of us, uh, myself included, obviously, like fall into this mentality of like, oh, well, I'm going to do it now. But like, I'll go to confession later. Or yeah. like, uh, I'll just ask for forgiveness later. But it's like, no, you're not living in the moment because you're trying to plan for the future, but the future's not guaranteed. Right now it's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So live now. Yeah, so stop doing what Seth does and do what he says you should do. <laughs> but this has been Living For Your Life. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Caden. I'm Seth. <laughs> and don't do what he does. Don't do um, what I do. Do what Jesus does. Do what he says to do. He's got a good idea. He's yeah. just yeah. roll back. <laughs> don't do what Caden does either. Except for when it's good. (laughs) Then do it. But we hope you enjoy this episode. Be some good intake. And um, lead others to Christ by the way you live. Yes. That's a good idea. Because like the the song goes, they're going to know we are Christians by our love, right? Wow. Why did you go there? (laughs) Are you trying to sing right now? No, I'm not trying to sing right now. I don't know why you have to bring the song into this. I'm not going to sing right now. No, I thought about it. (laughs) 
We are Christians, Christians by our love, by our love. Anyways, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> thank you for sponsoring Letters for Coffee. And um, join us on Patreon if you'd like us to talk about anything uh, mission-wise that you want to hear. We gladly will talk about it. And thank you. God bless. God bless. God bless.